Imagine knowing exactly what your students are learning and exactly which steps you need to take next. Join us in Down With The Reading Quiz to craft meaningful and productive formative assessments that move away from gotcha moments of basic recall and toward assessing what your students actually can do. In this 30-minute free masterclass, we'll share three powerful assessment keys that work for any novel at any time of the year. Head to shop.bravenewteaching.com slash masterclass to sign up, and we'll also send you a free workbook to keep track of all your notes. Once again, that's shop.bravenewteaching.com slash masterclass to nail formative assessments forever. Hey, Amanda. Hey, Marie. What are you up to later? Want to join me for happy hour? I'm all in. And guess what's amazing? Our listeners and friends of the podcast can also join us because Brave New Teaching Happy Hour has officially launched. Cheers. Cheers, everyone. We are officially hanging out a little bit longer after school with an extended extra private podcast feed just for you. Yes. Members of Happy Hour get extra 15 minutes of the podcast, give or take, because you know us, we run a little bit long. It's just kind of how we are. But if you would like to get in on this Happy Hour action, please join us. It is only $5 a month. Head to curriculumrehab.com slash happy hour and get yourself signed up because when you're there, Amanda, tell our friends what we do every month for our Happy Hour members. I think my favorite part is coming up with a new free resource for our listeners every month. And then we pretty much break down that resource and how to use it. We also like to have guests on to do extended episodes and even Q&A that's just for you about that resource. It's really exclusive and super private just for you. So if you are like us and you like hanging out, you like chit-chatting about all things that are teaching, teacher life, and everything under that umbrella, join us for happy hour and we will see you there. Bye. Bye. Well, hello and welcome back to Brave New Teaching. Today, friends, we want to talk through some really practical ways to return from the winter break or from an extended break, but the most extended break that we get with our students here in the States is the two weeks that we have in December that bridge over the new year and coming back with students that first week in January is um, a little bit of a cluster sometimes. So we have some different things that you can do, some things for you to think about. I'm going to talk through my plan, but first let's say hi to Amanda. Hello, Marie. Hi, Hi everybody. <laughs> I love this episode. And if you missed last week's, I recommend listening to these episodes together. They are really, we didn't call it a series, but they're very interconnected. Well, you can just see where our mindset is. Like last week, we were talking about backwards planning the end of a semester and like the changeover into a new course or sometimes a new batch of kids. And now we're kind of looking at coming back from an extended break and just really troubleshooting that in a proactive sense rather than reactive. And one of the things I left off of my to-do list, so last week was kind of like this to-do list and how to manage it before the end of the year. I, after years and years of this being a struggle, I finally added to my to-do list before the break was deciding Uh, on my next three or four lessons for when I return. I used to think I'm going to plan that over break, or I'm going to have a brilliant idea over break. And then I was lesson planning the Sunday night it's before coming back. Okay. Scariest so, of the Sunday scaries is that so, night right. before. So, yes. Oh, 
No, we don't want that. So make this part of, like we said last week, your to-do list. We're going to give you ideas for what you can do and commit to it. Don't try to come up with something better. Don't try to top yourself. Just pick out what you're going to do when you get back, make the copies, make the assignment, put the draft in classroom or canvas or whatever. So that on Sunday night, all you have to do is remember what it was you already planned. Well, and like the worst thing that could happen is that you have this moment of genius and you go, Oh, I know what I want to do. And then, yeah, you're kind of scurrying and you're planning, but you're planning from a place of excitement instead of dread like that. To me, it's like worst case scenario is that you have this amazing thing that you're super excited about. You get to be creative and like put it all together. That's not that bad. But if you leave nothing and then you're sitting there on Saturday, Sunday at the end of break going, Oh, and it's that dread. It's yeah. yeah, it's rough. So have something and you can throw it out. If you throw it out, like that's fine. And if you're newer to teaching, you might not know that this is coming because you're so like consumed yes. with all of the other things that have to get done now that you're thinking, uh, make copies for January 3rd. Are you serious? Yeah, I can't, I can't even see, I can't even see the end of this day. Yeah. <laughs> this is all part of the clean sink analogy that we used last time. If you want to wake up in the morning to a clean sink and a crystal sparkling kitchen, the night before you have to force yourself to clean it and yep. not go to bed. <laughs> Absolutely. Or just, yeah. And it's a focused amount of time too. like anything yes. with this analogy, right? If you focus in and you say, I have 10 minutes to get this done, whatever gets done in the next 10 minutes is what I'm going to be happy is done tomorrow morning. Right. Or wherever that translates. Do you know what we need to do first though? Besides clean the sink. I think we need to do something with our music. We need to cue the music. listening to Brave New Teaching, a podcast for educators challenging the status quo. I'm Amanda, and I'm a high school English teacher in Illinois. And I'm Marie, and I'm also a high school English teacher in Southern California. We're so glad you're here. Enjoy the show. Okay, Amanda. What sorts of things do you like to do with your students when you come back in January? So like paint the picture for me. So you are about to leave for winter break. You just like we were talking about in last week's episode, you've got finals, you've got all of that stuff. But when you're prioritizing getting yourself ready for the return from break, you've got a whole brand new something. Yeah. Starting a new unit. Tell me about it. It's a brand new unit. So For me, it's usually like number one, remembering that we kind of have to start over a little bit, right? So again, to our newer teachers or even vets that forget this every year, me, the (laughs) the first day back, number one, think about like what kind of speed you want to be at. Like, do you want to be center stage going over things? Do you want to be flittering around groups? Do you want to be like, where do you want to be physically? And number two, like what pace do you think is a reasonable expectation for your kids on day one? And then I try to do something on that very first day. That's low speed, but high reward, like high engagement. So for me, it's usually something community building, but also academic. And the recipe for that usually ends up turning to something poetry for me. 
one of my favorite poetry activities to do because the poetry activities are nice. Poems are short. So you get that academic piece going it's in there, but then like the thought, the discussion, maybe the writing that kind of fills in that other part of the speed thing that we're talking about. Um, so my, one of my favorite poems to come back from break with is a Shane Koizan poem called how to be a person. Mm-hmm, you can mm-hmm, find mm-hmm. it on YouTube. You've um, talked you about this it. one before. Yeah. Yeah. It's in his book. I have a whole like uh slide deck that I can link for you guys uh, in the show notes. It's really nice. And the poem kind of serves as a new year's resolution standard. He doesn't say resolution or new year, but he basically kind of goes through stanza by stanza goals, like how to be a good per. He doesn't say even say good. He just says how to be a person. Like these are the things that we should be doing for ourselves and for other people. And it's just a really beautiful setup because it's almost like making a list of goals. And so that's how I treat the poem. And I ask the kids to imitate it with their own list. And so it serves kind of two purposes. It's a new year activity without being a new year activity. Mm -hmm. Um, It's a poetry activity. It's a writing, thinking, slowing down and reflecting activity. And that is like a day one favorite but that's still like maybe too high speed for some people. Yeah. I feel like, okay, so I'm having a moment right now. Didn't we (laughs) listeners tell us if you know, didn't we record an episode where we talked about like new year's set goal setting? We did a visualizing 2021 episode. Was that what I'm thinking of? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. Because that, I mean, and there's a reason that there's so much new year, new you hashtag new year, new you stuff that, you know, whatever you want to call it, goal setting, looking ahead, visualizing. Yeah. Is that, is that one, huh? Sorry. I'm like sitting here having the worst memory ever friends. We'll link it. We'll link it. Yeah, we will. Absolutely. But there's, we are specifically talking about the time in our school year when we are coming back from new year's and it's the first week in January. I mean, and and other people have extended breaks. Like some people have two weeks spring breaks and I hate you, but I'm, it comes out of jealousy. Um, so I don't like hate you, but I just like, I, you know, I want what you have. So, but we're specifically talking about this time of year, but anytime is good for a reset. It's timely when you've got like new year's, set your goals, do all of that stuff. Those sorts of activities are fantastic for exactly what you're saying. Slowing down, being able to be a little bit introspective and reflecting and like reacclimating back into what it is to be at school. Cause if kids have been home for two weeks, if I have been home for two weeks, there's always that, like, I feel like I know what I'm supposed to do, but I don't know how to do it. That happens when you're all of a sudden plunk back into a familiar space and a familiar atmosphere, but also like, what do I do with my hands? Yes. Yeah. And I think poetry, like I said, like you, you know, your students or you don't know your students in Marie's case. Um, if you're a well, that's, that's, that's a little later on for you, but you know, for me, that was writing felt like that comfort zone, you know, to like read a poem, chat about it for a minute and then put on some music and let kids write. That was a really nice way to come back. Um, you can do something discussion-based too. You know, Marie and I talked about in our discussion series, I've done the first day back a one word discussion where we're kind of practicing that strategy, but the topic Uh is break or is looking forward or, you know, your topic can be whatever you want, but like you can still use a nice, strong academic strategy because I think the mistake is to under plan 
and then hope things are going to go well. Um, you know, we really have seen in our experience, like having a nicely structured day, even if it's still light, like have a nice firm structure to it so that things move according to plan rather than just kind of flounder in your hope that it turns out. Well, and it's totally one of those things that like, okay, let's say that poetry lesson spills over till tomorrow. Awesome. Beautiful. Awesome. That's great. That structure holds and keeps going forward. And yeah, discussions are a great thing to do, but if those, I normally am expecting kids to be like, zany and excited to be back, but they come back from break exhausted a lot of the time. So you kind of need a slow kind of self paced thing where, yeah, it starts off with like teacher led teacher centered something just to get everybody back and like snap the reset. But that needs to be very short. Like it needs to be mini lesson status, 10 to 15 minutes, because you're going to get exhausted, you, the teacher. And then also students are not used to watching and listening and and doing the, the student things that they always do on that first day back. This episode is brought to you by Curriculum Rehab by us, the team here at Brave New Teaching. It is the first and only teacher PD of its kind, a course to help teachers like you by guiding you through creating your own personal framework for curriculum. You make it work for you, your students, and your unique situation because nobody else knows what the kiddos in your classroom need the way that you do. Curriculum Rehab takes all of the resources available to you, all of the lessons, the assessments, the activities, all of the texts, everything that could possibly be there for you, and it helps you organize what you actually need in order to attain your teaching objectives. These are the strategies that Amanda and myself have used in our own classrooms, have developed over very long years of teaching and figuring things out, combined together to create this framework and these strategies that we can guide you through. This course will give you the tools you need for a complete curriculum overhaul or to start from scratch. Wherever you are on that continuum, it does it all for you and with you on your timeline. So start today, do a little bit more in a couple of months, and then pick it up next summer. It's Teacher PD the way it should be on your own time. Head to curriculumrehab.com slash course for more information, or just head to the show notes for this episode. We cannot wait to see you there. It's finally time to take control of what goes on in your own classroom and create the curriculum of your dreams. All right, let's get back into the show. Yeah. So Amanda alluded to it. If you missed last week's episode, when I was really explaining what January coming back in January looks like for me, my school calendar is a bit odd in that we start mid August. We're on a quarter system. So like our term ones, we've got two quarters and then we have finals and then I have brand new kids mid January. And so when we come back from winter break, I have a week and two days and finals. And so like that week is really odd. And I'm actually going to talk you all through my plan for this year, because this year's even more odd on top of things, just stuff that I have going on with me. So this year, um, coming back into the beginning of 2022, I am hopefully going to be recovering from wrist surgery. Not hopefully that I'll be recovering, but hopefully I can get the surgery scheduled when I need to have it. I have an old, Amanda knows this very, very well, because I complain to her all the time about how much it hurts. I have an old, old injury from when I was like a teenager that has, I'm going to spare you the gory details. It needs to get taken care of. It's on my right hand, of course, being an English teacher and even just being someone who types all the time, writing and typing is going to be very difficult when my arm is in a sling (laughs) 
and needs to be kept very, very still for like at least two weeks after the surgery, I'm going to be coming back in 2022 with my arm in a sling. So, and then I'll have a week and two days and then finals. So I am planning very student-centered activities that are listening and speaking skills. We're going to do a podcast unit. I'm going to, I'll talk, I'll talk all the way through it because I have two classes one is 11th grade, one is 12th grade. They're doing similar things, but with totally different content because it needs to be as little me doing things with my hand as possible. But like on a normal year where I have two hands and I like, I'm at my normal physical self, I'll still do something that is like self-contained in those moments. And so for you, it sounds like you do a similar thing where you have like poetry, little mm-hmm. mini something that's self-contained to one day, maybe two days yes. before you jump into a new unit. Correct. And maybe it's thematically linked to your new unit, but it doesn't need to be like hit them over the head. Hey, we're back. Here's a new skill. It's just more of like, Hey, we're back. Let's take a look at something and keep moving forward. But it is something that like I've in the past just been like, and hey, we're going to start a brand new unit and let's start with, I love doing stations. Let's do some stations to introduce to you the French Revolution. And kids are like, oh my God, I don't, I'm not ready for this yet. (laughs) Like they're just not ready. And it's okay for them to not be ready. And it's okay for us to kind of cater to that a little bit because why go to the bother of putting together a really heavy learning day if students aren't ready to learn it and you're going to be reteaching it in the next two days? Right. Imagine the case of the grumpies that that's going to cause for everyone. You're going to be so frustrated that yes. you put in all the work. It didn't pan out and the kids are going to be fighting. It's, it's true. And so I think you're right. So th- those like one-off activities that take one spill into the next day, two days, whatever, that's exactly what I'm talking about. And I mean, the list is long. So yeah, poetry is great. Discussions are great. Any kind of vision boarding, or we've done like a, my top nine type of Mm -hmm. activity where kids, you know, create some kind of visual and then they write about it. I mean, those are awesome. You know, they can contribute to your classroom decor, like display them and then ease in. That's a perfect opportunity for the things that you go, Oh man, I really wish I had time for that. Oh, that would be really cool. Do that then. Like it might be very skill-based or it might be community-based. Like Amanda was just saying that contributes to then the surrounding in your classroom. It's okay for it to be kind of light and like fluffy. That's okay. Or it's okay for it to be super curricular, but just make a bit of a left turn compared to what you normally do. And then whenever the time is right, dive into the next thing that you're going to be doing. It's okay to cater to the kids' needs. That's not enabling. Like we are definitely not the teachers who are going to tell you like, just do whatever the kids. No, I mean, we are all about meeting the kids where they're at, but also saying now come with me on the path that I'm creating, not what you want to make, but like come with me. But like, there's a middle ground here and this is the meeting them where they're at piece. I think a great example of what Marie's talking about would be something like if you're ready to hit the ground running curriculum wise, do it through Nearpod or Edpuzzle, something that doesn't require them to actually interact with other people. Like maybe, maybe your class is really chatty and that would be great for them like that. Okay. But if you know, your kids are going to be tired and don't want to people today, put your activity inside something like an ed puzzle or a Nearpod so that they can go through, they can do it. It's a little bit self-paced. And they can, we can get to that content, but not with like the pressure of a huge class discussion. Yeah. Well, and, and it takes pressure off of you, the teacher too. Correct. Yeah. So, okay, here comes my plan. So go. 
my seniors are going to be doing basically like a choice novel unit, but it's going to be a choice podcast unit where that first day back, they're doing a podcast tasting. They're coming together in a group. They're looking at different genres of podcasts. They are finding a podcast that they want to listen to for the next two weeks. And it's going to be kind of meta, right? Because then they're listening to their podcasts. I'm going to be running copies ahead of time so that once again, one hand, I don't, and it's my non-dominant hand is the only one I'll have. I, there's not a whole lot on me and it's mostly on students. They are listening and then they're going to talk about what they listen to and discuss and come up with questions and record their own podcast conversation about the podcast that they're listening to Love it. so that it's as easy for me as possible to grade. It's highly engaging for them because they're choosing. I mean, obviously for those of you who are like, Ooh, that sounds interesting. How could I do that? Permission slips you have their parents sign a permission slip and then whatever they choose, they choose. That's kind of like a podcast for another day. So that's what's going to be happening with seniors because we're going to be really the focus there is listening and speaking skills totally, but also like questioning and writing questions and analysis through questions and kind of like a research angle. And then the end, like their final is going to be basically like, which podcast episode am I going to be really grading and listening to? And they're going to analyze each other's. And then juniors, rather than it being choice, they're going to listen. We're all listening to one. It's a six-parter. They're like half out. It's Limetown, the one that you were telling me about. So good. Limetown season one. It works thematically into what we've been talking about all year in my American Lit course. Um, And we're just going to take a 30-minute episode a day and then in the moment, discuss, break it down, pull in supplementals and that sort of a thing. And it's going to be so much more listening and speaking than writing. So it's just everything we've been doing basically in my class thus far with analysis, with finding a central idea and a nonfiction text, take the stuff you've been doing all the way along and then find a new way to do it. There you go. And for me, it just has to be like no hands. And really, I think that the the moral of this story, if we're to bring it back home to the beginning is make a decision in yes. December, make a decision in December, stick to it, make the copies, make the assignment, get it all done. You will be so glad you did, whether it's a poem, whether it's a book tasting, a podcast tasting, whatever kind of thing that you want to have happen, give yourself the greatest gift of all time, which is not being in the position that everyone else is on Sunday night before you go back, which is the world's worst Sunday scaries ever. Ever. It's terrible. Well, and you like psych yourself out. You're like, it has to be really exciting. No, it doesn't. It has to be super engaging. Me. Nope. It just needs to be engaging. Like it's, it's okay. They'll be fine. And structure provides engagement. You don't need Absolutely. to do a song and a dance, right? Like if you have a timer set up and you've broken your day into three tasks that take X amount of time, they'll be engaged. They'll yep. do it. And, and it's less anxiety inducing if they just know what's coming and it's not too outside of the norm. Yeah. Yeah. So, so yeah, hopefully this is at least given you the uh, idea or the commitment that, you know what, I should make a decision now. And once again, the worst, worst problem to have is that you're coming up with something really exciting and fun for you at the last minute that you enjoy that process. And the best thing that can happen is it's done. And all you got to do is go, what was I going to do? Oh, right. Excellent. Set alarm for tomorrow morning. Like done. Done. Move forward, come back. Be yep. done. So think about yourself, like what speed you want to be at, make your plan and uh, share with us. Let us know uh, in 
our DMs or comment on a post on Instagram. Um, we'd love to hear what your plans are. Um, we'll be sharing all of our plans plus a few other ideas in the show notes. So make sure that you go there and check out our list of things because you also don't need to come up with your own idea. You yeah. can literally take one of ours. And I feel like TPT sale bumps go up on like the Sundays that we go back from breaks, right? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I'm sure stores like explode on those Sundays and actually shameless plug. Amanda has some amazing uh, <laughs> activities and assignments that you could do on that first day back. If you're kind of like, Oh, I know I want to do something, but I don't want to make it check out, check out. We'll link Amanda's TPT store in our show notes because she's got, so I use her stuff all the time. And that's well, and just yeah, how that shop works. Around. Yeah. Shop around if you need someone else's idea to spark something for you. That's what TPT is there for. Absolutely. Um, and, and you have them forever. So you can reuse it whenever else you need to <laughs> dig in and use it. So yeah, we'll share, we'll share paid links. We'll share free ideas. Like my poetry slide deck is a free slide deck. So um, we'll share all of our good stuff. I'll share my top nine and all that, you know, whatever we got, it's going in the show notes for you guys. Yep. Because we like to work smarter, not harder, right? You'll feel better and let us know, like, like tag us. Like maybe you should post on Sunday night. Like we want to hear from you on Sunday night. Like yes. what nice thing are you doing for yourself rather than lesson planning? What is your level of Sunday scaries from one to 10, 10 being, I can't go to work tomorrow. I'm too freaked out. One being I'm getting a massage <laughs> oh, or baking bread for Marie or right? baking Marie bread does not love massages. Not so. the biggest fan. No. <laughs> <laughs> finding your happy place in the kitchen or on the massage table, whatever yeah, it might be, maybe without strangers touching me. So well, on that note, friends, if you have a moment to leave us a rating and review, mostly about strangers <laughs> touching, no, on uh, <laughs> iTunes, it helps other friends who have bizarre senses of humor, like ourselves, find the <laughs> podcast and become part of our brave new teaching community. And we just like hearing from you too. So, you know, if you have a second too to like reach out to us on uh, Instagram, we would love to hear from you until we meet again. We have another brand new episode coming to you next week. Same bat time, same bat channel. And uh, we will see you then. Bye. Bye. <laughs>